You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Hey, welcome back to the Out Loud Bible Project Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm just here trying my best to read the Bible like it makes a difference. It's made a difference in my life, and I hope it's made a difference in yours. So let's read the Bible like it matters, right? Here we are, by the way, in episode 50 of the podcast, thanks to my supporters on Patreon. It's, it's really a privilege to be able to share the Bible this way, and I'm looking forward to developing more resources and more content this year. You can check out outloudbible.com to join me in this way and, and uh, be a part of what's, what's happening. So thanks so much for sticking with me. Looking forward to continuing. And today, in this episode, we're following Paul in the book of Acts, Paul has arrived in Jerusalem where he's on trial for speaking about uh, what other people are calling the way, which is a surprisingly accurate term for Jesus's gospel and this movement of Christians. After all, Jesus is the way. And, you know, it's honestly impressive that the Christian's messaging is so clear that even their enemies know exactly what they're talking about. But uh, Paul is on trial, and things are getting a little unruly. So let's put ourselves in the room and see what happens in Acts chapters 23 and 24. Paul, looking steadfastly at the council, said, Brothers, I've lived before God in all good conscience until today. The high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by him to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. Do you sit to judge me according to the law and command me to be struck contrary to the law? Those who stood by said, do you malign God's high priest? Paul said, I didn't know, brothers, that he was a high priest. For it's written, you shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. But when Paul perceived that The one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees. He cried out in the council, Men and brothers, I am a Pharisee, a son of Pharisees. Concerning the hope and resurrection of the dead, I'm being judged. When he had said this, an argument arose between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the crowd was divided. For the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, nor angel, nor spirit, but the Pharisees confess all of these. A great clamor arose, and some of the scribes of the Pharisees' part stood up and contended, saying, We find no evil in this man, but if a spirit or angel has spoken to him, let's not fight against God. When a great argument arose, the commanding officer, fearing Paul would be torn in pieces by them, commanded the soldiers to go down and take him by force from among them and bring him into the barracks. The following night, the Lord stood by him and said, Cheer up, Paul. For as you've testified about me at Jerusalem, so you must testify also at Rome. When it was day, some of the Jews banded together and bound themselves under a curse, saying they would neither eat nor drink until they had killed Paul. There were more than 40 people who had made this conspiracy. 
they came to the chief priests and the elders and said, We've bound ourselves under a great curse to taste nothing until we've killed Paul. Now, therefore, you, with the council, inform the commanding officer that he should bring him down to you tomorrow, as though you are going to judge his case more exactly. We're ready to kill him before he comes near. But Paul's sister's son heard they were lying in wait, and he came and entered into the barracks and told Paul. Paul summoned one of the centurions and said, Bring this young man to the commanding officer, for he has something to tell him. So he took him and brought him to the commanding officer and said, Paul, the the prisoner, summoned me and asked me to bring you this young man. He has something to tell you. The commanding officer took him by the hand and, going aside, asked him privately, What is it that you have to tell me? He said, The Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul down to the council tomorrow, as though intending to inquire something more accurately concerning him. Therefore, don't yield to them, for more than forty men lie in wait for him, who have bound themselves under a curse to neither eat nor drink until they've killed him. Now they're ready, looking for the promise from you. So the commanding officer let the young man go, charging him, Tell no one that you've revealed these things to me. He called to himself two of the centurions and said, Prepare 200 soldiers to go as far as Caesarea with 70 horsemen and 200 men armed with spears at the third hour of the night. He asked them to provide animals that they might send to Paul on one and bring him safely to Felix, the governor. He wrote a letter like this. Claudius Lysias to the most excellent governor Felix. Greetings. This man was seized by the Jews, and was about to be killed by them when I came with the soldiers and rescued him, having learned that he was a Roman. Desiring to know the cause why they accused him, I brought him down to their council. I found him to be accused about questions of their law, but not to be charged with anything worthy of death or of imprisonment. When I was told that the Jews lay in wait for the man, I sent him to you immediately, charging his accusers also to bring their accusations against him before you. Farewell. So the soldiers, carrying out their orders, took Paul and brought him by night to Antipatris. But on the next day, they left the horsemen to go with him and returned to the barracks. When they came to Caesarea and delivered the letter to the governor, they also presented Paul to him. When the governor had read it, he asked what province he was from. When he understood that he was from Sicilia, he said, I will hear you fully when your accusers also arrive. He commanded that he be kept in Herod's palace. After five days, the high priest Ananias came down with certain elders and an orator, one Tertullus. They informed the governor against Paul. When he was called, Tertullus began to accuse him, saying, Seeing that by you we enjoy much peace, and that prosperity is coming to this nation by your foresight, we accept it in all ways and in all places, most excellent Felix, with all thankfulness. But, that I don't delay you, I entreat you to bear with us and hear a few words, for we have found this man to be a plague, an instigator of insurrections among all the Jews throughout the world, and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. He even tried to profane the temple, and we arrested him. By examining him yourself, you may ascertain all these things of which we accuse him. The Jews also joined in the attack, affirming that these things were so. When the governor had beckoned him to speak, Paul answered, Because I know that you've been a judge of this nation for many years, I cheerfully make my defense, seeing that you can verify that it is not more than twelve days since I went up to worship at Jerusalem. 
In the temple, they didn't find me disputing with anyone or stirring up a crowd, either in the synagogues or in the city. Nor can they prove to you the things of which they now accuse me. But this I confess to you, that after the way, which they call a sect, so I serve the God of our fathers, believing all things which are according to the law and which are written in the prophets, having hope toward God, which these also themselves look for, that there will be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and unjust. In this I also practice always having a conscience void of offense toward God and men. Now, after some years, I came to bring gifts for the needy to my nation and offerings, amid which certain Jews from Asia found me purified in the temple, not with a mob, nor with turmoil. They ought to have been here before you, and to make accusation if they had anything against me. Or else let these men themselves say what injustice they found in me when I stood before the council. Unless it's for this one thing that I cried standing among them, concerning the resurrection of the dead, I'm being judged before you today. But Felix, having more exact knowledge concerning the way, deferred them, saying, When Lysias, the commanding officer, comes down, I'll decide your case. He ordered the centurion that Paul should be kept in custody and should have some privileges, and not to forbid any of his friends to serve him or visit him. But after some days, Felix came with Drusilla, his wife, who was a Jewess, and sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ Jesus. As he reasoned about righteousness, self-control, and the judgment to come, Felix was terrified and answered, Go your way for this time, and when it's convenient for me, I'll, I'll summon you. Meanwhile, he also hoped that money would be given to him by Paul, that he might release him. Therefore also he sent for him more often and talked with him. But when two years were fulfilled, Felix was succeeded by Portius Festus, and desiring to gain favor with the Jews, Felix left Paul in bonds. What a strange bit of encouragement Jesus himself offered to Paul. Yeah, cheer up. Just like you've been on trial here in Jerusalem, you'll be on trial in Rome, too. If I was Paul, I'd be like, yay, thanks. Right? But though we may not be on trial ourselves, we certainly have our own trials. And if we represent him well in our trials, he gives us more opportunities. And each opportunity is another chance to store up treasures in heaven that nobody here can take away. That is the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Out Loud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.